You're listening to the Pursuit of Christ podcast, where we are passionate about developing a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ by taking the truths of Scripture and applying them to everyday life. We hope that you'll be encouraged and challenged as we examine God's Word together today. And welcome to our study here in the book of Proverbs. We are in Proverbs chapter 13. Verses uh, 22 and 23 today. Proverbs chapter 13, verses 22 and 23. We're talking about some wealth management tips today from the book of Proverbs. I think it's pretty fascinating how God's Word uh, really speaks to all areas of our life. And, you know, this is uh, really important, I think, for the day and age in which we live. Finances are always a concern. And as we see in our world today, there is lots of poverty, lots of struggle. Uh, People continue to borrow and live on higher and higher amounts of credit. And this is uh, a big problem for people, puts them in a bad situation. They tend to have to ride the roller coasters of the economy a lot more. And I think that God's principles about wealth management are super helpful for us if we will follow them and do what they say. Look with me, if you will, at Proverbs chapter 13, verse number 22 and 23. A good man leaveth an an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Much food is in the tillage of the poor, but there is that is destroyed for want of judgment. So here in verse number 22, there is a challenge to grandparents to leave an inheritance to their grandchildren. Now, as I was thinking about this, and I'm not in the grandparent seat yet, but Lord willing, I will be one day. I was thinking about the fact that in order to leave an inheritance to your grandchildren, that means for the older generation, they must live with some amount of financial discipline. There must be some savings involved in the process. I think too often uh, people in their financial decisions are living purely for themselves, for the here and now. How can I enjoy something today? And I think most people understand, but if not, most people need to understand, everybody needs to understand that saving and investing over time gives the opportunity for those finances, even though they may be small in the beginning, to grow quite significantly. For example, if a grandparent starts to put aside things, even as a younger person, as I'm hopeful that as I am saving and putting things away even now, that By the time my grandchildren come around, there could be something quite significant for them. It doesn't mean that I will necessarily be wealthy or even they will necessarily be wealthy. But those things that can be passed down as an inheritance sure can be a blessing to those who come along. So there's definitely, I think, clearly a financial idea here that You need to be saving. You need to be putting aside for your children's children. Obviously, if you're saving for them, you also will, I would think, benefit your children as well. 
in this process. So grandparents and future grandparents, uh, be wise in your finances. Don't spend everything on the next gadget, on the next thing, on the next vacation. Save some. Keep some. Invest those things that you have to be able to have to pass down to your children and grandchildren. But I think I also want to make the point here that there is a need for not only the financial blessings, but also the spiritual blessings that come from someone who is careful to pass down what they've learned. And in the New Testament, we read in Titus 2 about the importance of passing down wisdom from the older generation to the younger generation. But in order to do that, that means not only an investment of doing the right thing, it's also an investment of time, taking time with the younger generation, the children and the grandchildren to pass down what you have learned. So it says, a good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. In other words, somebody who lives wild and crazy often will end up losing those things in time and losing them to the people who do right. I think of this when it comes to uh, bankruptcy auctions or auctions that the police do for items that have been taken in police raids. People may look like they have gained a lot through their ill-gotten gains, but those things will be lost and often purchased for pennies on the dollar by somebody else who's doing the right thing. The admonishment here for us today is to be wise in the use of our finances, to be wise in the management of the wealth that God allows us to have, even if it's a small amount, to be faithful with it. I think verse 23 also gives us some great financial principles. It says, much food is in the tillage of the poor, but there is that is destroyed for want of judgment. So even a poor person who works hard can produce enough food. You may be poor, but you can have everything you need. You may not have everything that this society offers, and boy, our society offers all kinds of things, doesn't it? Of personal comforts and beautiful things and all kinds of fun toys and gadgets and items to make your life more comfortable, to make it better. But even a poor person, if they'll work hard, can have their basic needs met. But it says, but there is that is destroyed for want of judgment. I would challenge you, even if you don't have a lot, don't waste what little you do have on expensive cable packages and satellite TV packages, on expensive cell phones and, you know, expensive little toys and video games and gadgets, even though you might be able to just afford them. You might be able to take out and make them on payments. Don't waste your money on these things that pass away. It's the idea here. There is that is destroyed for want of judgment. Think about someone who's a farmer and they work really hard. That's the illustration here in verse 23. Somebody who works really hard to grow crops, to grow grain, to grow vegetables or some other type of thing. And they're producing it all, but because they don't manage it well, a lot of it gets lost to bugs or to blight, 
or to just things rotting because either it's not taken out of the field at the right time or it's not stored properly or it's not handled properly. There isn't a plan for what to do with it after it's harvested. So I would challenge you, rich or poor, if if you are working hard to produce things, if you're working hard to provide for your family, Make sure that you're careful with how things are spent. Have a budget. Have a plan. From time to time, go back and review your budget and make sure that you're not wasting money just on things that don't matter. Make sure your budget lines up with the spiritual priorities in your family. Just making more money won't make you happy. You need to learn to manage what you have, to save what you have, to spend it wisely. We live in a society with so much waste. And often it's because we're spending money and time and effort to gain things that won't last. If you're going to work hard, work hard for things that remain. Work hard to build a good house to take care of what you have. Work hard to invest in the kingdom of God. Don't waste your stuff. Don't waste your increase on the things of this life that will not remain. If you are going to invest in something, invest in things that last. Invest in your family. Invest in your church. Invest in the work of God and invest in, in, in savings that can produce for your children and your grandchildren. Be wise in how you manage your finances, your time, your effort, your labors. Because in doing so, you have the opportunity to bring increase to your grandchildren, to bring increase to God's kingdom, and to use yourself, use your time, use your efforts wisely for things that remain. Well, this is important truth, and truth I hope that you will take and apply to your life today. It's a truth that a lot of people struggle with. I think we all do to some, in some regard or to some degree. So I hope you'll think about these things and take these Proverbs and apply it to your life today. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If this episode was a help to you, please subscribe and share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.